imagine if any behavior challenge you had with your dog, I could uh, give you a pill and boom, it would go away. I used to teach seminars and people would say, what can I do for this? Like I had some magic pixie dust that was, you'd sprinkle it on your dog's food and then boom, that would go away. How amazing would that be? But today I'm going to share with you how in some cases there actually is a pill that could make things go away. True story. Hi, I'm Susan Garrett. Welcome to Shape by Dog. And if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button right now. And if you're not a subscriber to this channel, why not? Come on. It's a great channel. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button and the little bell bing, that keeps you notified whenever I put up a new video. So back in the mid nineties, I was at an agility trial with my border collie at the time, Stoney. And I could do a whole podcast on how awesome Stoney was. She was just gifted athletically. She was the best at everything she ever tried. It was just a joy to have as a dog. And she was very sweet. Actually, my puppy, this reminds me a lot of Stoney. I believe that Stoney, who was born in 1990, I keep saying, I think this might be Stoney come back to me because they're the same sweet dog. Anyway, I was at an agility trial and, and Stoney at the time would have been maybe six or seven years old. I can still remember this incident. I was just warming her up to go in the ring. I was walking her. So I wasn't really even deep into my warm up. I was just walking her along a hill away from the ring. And a, a woman went by with a papillon, the papillon on a leash, minding her own business and Stoney on a leash. And nor normally Stoney didn't even notice dogs. All of a sudden she turned and like sounded like a saber toothed tiger as she lunged at this little papillon. I mean, didn't get anywhere near her, scared the living bejeebers out of the lady who owned the papillon and scared me because in all of my lifetime of owning her, I had never known her to do that. And I thought, holy smokes, like, are you possessed by the devil himself? What has gone on here? And later that day, in that evening, I was um, sharing that bizarre incident to a friend of mine. And she said, have you ever heard of Jean Dodds? And at the time, I don't, I think I'd kind of heard the name. Well, Jean, fellow Canadian, very famous veterinarian who really has done a lot of great things in the name of helping dogs and really get to the bottom of how we can keep our dogs at their healthiest. And she said, you should contact Jean Dodds and explain to her what happened. And so the next Monday, I actually phoned Jean and she picked up the phone and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starstruck because by then I'd done a lot of research on the woman and realized what an awesome human being she was. And so she told me that sudden onset fear or aggression or anxiety quite often can be a sign of thyroid deficiency or thyroid malfunction. And she said, go and get your dog blood tested, but be very specific. You don't want the clinic to just take a in-house test for T4. You want a complete thyroid panel. She was very specific. A complete thyroid panel with T4, circulating T4, T3, and TGAA. And she went on to say, if your dog rates below normal, or even if your dog is rating on the low normal. You may want to consider, especially if you see this sort of incidents happening again, you may want to consider putting her on the lower side dose for thyroid meds and 
see if the behavior changes. Well, lo and behold, I did see that behavior. She was unpredictable around the dogs in the house the next week. And so I, you know, I'd gone to the veterinarian, we got the blood profile back. She was normal, but on the very low end of normal, we put her on thyroids and boom, everything went away. That little incident stuck on the back of my mind. And two more times with my own dogs, it has come up and I've taken my dog's profiles. In each case, behavior changes happen. So decaf, when she was about seven years old, she became suddenly terrified of thunder. And I remember leading up to that, she would be doing, like I'd see her kind of shaking at different times, which wasn't normal for her. I wish I had remember what Jean said, because I didn't think of thunder. I was thinking aggression. But at the time, Dr. Dodds did say to me, sudden onset, fear, aggression, anxiety. Now, if you go to Dr. Dodds website, and I'll put a link here in the show notes, she has a laundry list of things that your dog's thyroid might be affecting. It took me probably nine months before I put two and two together and went, wait a minute, this weird behavior around thunder Maybe I should get her thyroid checked in. Yeah, sure enough, decaf thyroid was low. Put her on thyroid meds. It didn't happen as quickly as Stony. And here is my theory on that. Because the behavior of being afraid of thunder was allowed to be repeated for almost a year before we put her on the meds, it would have taken her longer to have changed the behavior. And with Stony, it was within a week or two that she was put on thyroid meds and her behavior changed instantly. With decaf, it did go away, but it took probably close to a year before I saw a behavior change. And the last one was my dog Buzz when he was about, he was close to being a teenager and he had a geriatric vestibular disorder. The same thing, tested his thyroid. And I had another dog with a geriatric vestibular disorder. I'm not going to go into details what that looks like. You can Google it. So I had his thyroid done. Now, typically this sort of episode could last for a week or longer and it might come back. And sometimes a dog are left with permanent uh, head tilt when they go through this geriatric vestibular disorder. But Buzzy, his thyroid was very low, put him on meds. He came out of it within 24 hours, had no permanent signs and it never came back again. You might go, well, this is bizarre, like behavior problems and you can fix with a pill. That's exactly what I'm saying. A behavior problem that you can fix with a pill. Now for me, I have seen this in many dogs over the you know decades of me teaching. When I see people that tell me I, my dog suddenly is afraid, he used to tug in any environment and now he's looking around when I ask him to tug. Thyroid. Complete panel, really important. They have to send that panel out because they can't just in-home test. Maybe in-home veterinary tests have changed. A lot of veterinarians may not be aware of the connection between thyroid and behavior. Now, there's a lot of veterinarians who've been around the block and they've seen a lot of things in their experience. They'll be able to pick this up right away. But, you know, some might not be aware of this. And so think about hormones. Like, you know, have you heard of roid rage? Now, it's definitely a different kind of hormone, but hormones have effect on behavior. The people who decide to pump all the steroids into their body to get faster or stronger for performance uh, events, yeah, they definitely are, they are a little bit angry. And if you look at menopause as I approach my 60th year on this planet, menopause, that 70% of the people who experience any kind of symptoms of menopause say irritability is their number one symptom and depression, rage, and anger are high up there with. So my point is behavior isn't always 
a choice. Behavior is chemical. It absolutely is chemically influenced. And with dogs, the number one endocrine problem is related to thyroid. When I say endocrine, that is glands that produce hormones in the body. Of all the glands that can produce hormones in the body, the number one problem with dogs would be thyroid problems. That's the most common. Now, the University of Tufts, Tufts University, they have been doing this ongoing study looking at behavior abnormalities and testing those dogs for a thyroid panel. And if you look at Dr. Dodds's website, you'll find the study. And at the time, there were 634 dogs that they had tested. And I think that's up to 1,500 dogs now. Of the 634 dogs, they broke them into what is your dog's behavior challenge? And it was aggression was by far the number one behavior challenge. Seizuring was number two. Fearfulness was number three. And um, hyperactivity was number four. And when they tested these dogs, of the dogs showing aggression, 62% of them had below normal levels or acceptably uh, in the acceptable range levels of circulating thyroid hormone. That of the seizuring dogs, 77% had a thyroid problem and 47, almost 50% of the fearful dogs had a problem. I think it was a third of all the hyperactive dogs. So my point is, Yes, I saw it with my dogs were in the age range of, I believe, six to 13 years of age when I saw this. However, as soon as your dog goes through puberty, I mean, they could see this in puppies, puppies that have aggression towards people or aggression towards other dogs. It could be that they have a thyroid problem. And so you want to make sure that you check into this. Now, in that study that Tufts University was looking at, not all of the cases immediately got better when they were put on thyroid support. And again, my hallucination as to why that may happen is behavior could be stimulated by hormones, but it could also then become a trigger by something. So if, for example, the dogs were suddenly aggressive and then that aggression caused them to be getting in trouble by their owners and that created more stress and anxiety that it may take longer, just like decaf took longer uh, for her to get over her fear of thunder, even though she was on support of thyroid, it did eventually get better, but it wasn't overnight the way it was for Stony and Buzz. And I think it's because I picked it up on Stony and Buzz so much sooner. That's just a complete theory on my part, but I am presenting really good solid science here. You know, this podcast is about dog training, but more importantly, it's about behavior. And I really wanted to talk about this topic because you may never see it with your own dogs. And depending on the breed, like there are some breeds that are more susceptible, like Goldens or Sighthounds. In my case, it was two Border Collies completely unrelated, like not even common dogs in, a, in 10 generations in the pedigree. And in Decaf, who was a Jack Russell and one quarter Border Collie, and that one quarter Border Collie that was in her wasn't related to either Stony or Buzz. So it could be breed specific, but it could happen in any breed. And I just wanted you to know, even if it isn't your dog that may have this problem, if you hear of somebody saying, wow, my dog was always such a nice dog. And then boom, it's like he had a brain tumor or something. He suddenly just became aggressive towards other dogs or aggressive towards people. Or suddenly he became, you know, really 
fearful of things and started shaking. There's, as I said, there's a list of uh, symptoms that your dog may show, but those were the four groups of the most common ones when they really been looking at this. So I, I thought that was super important for you to know. Behavior sometimes isn't as simple as a dog choosing something you would rather they not do, but isn't it awesome to know that behavior can be influenced by just giving your dog daily doses of hormones to balance them out. That's it for today on Shape by Dog. Please leave me a comment. Let me know and, and tuck this one back in your memory bank. Bring that out whenever you are triggered by somebody saying, but my dog is being weird all of a sudden. You're going to be able to help them. See you next time.